0: Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another preview podcast. It's Mitch Lewis here from Form Guide Breakdowns, back to run you through this weekend's Morvettville Parks meeting for Saturday, the 22nd of July. As always, we'll do the usual. We'll run through races 1 to 9, and summarise with a quaddy, some best bets, and even some Caulfield best bets for this weekend. So let's rip straight into it. We'll kick it off going through the conditions for the day. So, as it stands, we're looking at a soft five. There are some showers around for Saturday. So, I've sort of done the form, aiming at it going to be between a soft five and a soft six. So, the track dries out alright. So, without too much rain, I would expect it to stay in that soft five area. Rail out this weekend. So, it goes out to the plus nine meter position for the entirety of the track. This is an extra three meters further out than it was. Last weekend, so starting to get out there now, it's really going to tighten up that home turn. So, you're going to have to get a pretty good run if you're going to make up ground from the back here now, losing even more ground. So, probably favoring leaders, Um, and I'm expecting the runners to sort of want to make their way into the middle of the track as they were last weekend. That's looking like it'll probably be the best ground there again. So, we'll rip right through it. I'm kicking off in race one. This is a BM76 over the 2,400 meters. I've gone with number five, Dixie Whistler on top for the Richards and Moyle team and Alana Liversy to ride. Look, she's just a super consistent mare and I know you can trust her that she's going to run you a good race. Um, She looks likely to lead them up from barrier three and I don't expect her to get too much pressure early in the race. So three kilos come off the back thanks to the apprentice claim. Um, I think she's going to be in this for a long way. She's got a super record here on the parks track. She's never missed the place from six starts. So she's one, two, second in two, and third in the other two. So she looks pretty well suited here. If she gets to run her own race up front, I'm expecting her to be pretty hard to catch. Next pick, I've gone Victorian Visitor, The Good Fight. I think this is a bit easier than his last few races he's been contesting back in Victoria. The only little query I had on him was the big weight. So he's got a big weight and he's drawn barrier one and will likely get back into the running. I'm just a little bit concerned that if the race doesn't open up for him late, that he's probably going to be stuck there on the rails and in an awkward position. And then closing out the picks for this race, number two, Elmbra Lads, another visitor. Um, he's in super form. I think he needs to be respected. Three wins in a row now. Just another one that he's just a little bit up in the weights that I'm... A little bit concerned to see how he's going to go lugging that weight, but he's one two from two in the distance. He definitely looks a very big chance in this and is your current race favourite. So we move on to race two here now. Um, this is a two-year-old maiden over the 1,000 metres, and I don't do it often, but I'm actually keen to have a play in this race. I want to be with number 12, Miss Sunshine, for the Inform McAvoy team, Jason Holder to ride. This horse resumes here today. She's had one career start where she ran third that day behind the instructor. So the instructor went out after this and won the listed Blue Diamond preview and then also went on to run in the Blue Diamond. So that's not bad form in itself. In the lead up to this, Miss Sunshine's had two very good trials and in particular a trial a couple probably a month ago now where she was third behind Naval Academy of the Ma Eustace team who went on to win on debut and then run a strong race at Flemington last weekend and stablemate Mount Olympus who came out and bolted in at Ballarat on Tuesday. So I think Miss Sunshine's got the talent. Um, I think she's going to be around the mark. I think she gets a very good one from barrier four. So I'm expecting her to be right up there on the speed in a perfect position over the 1,000 metres and I reckon she's the one to beat for sure in this. Next pick in this race for me is number nine, Everly. I thought Everly looks the best of the debutants here today. Um, on debut, obviously, uh, has trialled up really well leading into this. Looks pretty well placed. And then number eight, Xanthron, for me to close out the picks in this race. He's got a good race experience edge. He's had three career runs, and he's placed in the last two of those, one of them above maiden grade. So he's got that little bit of a experience edge on some others in the field and I wouldn't be surprised to see him run a race at pretty good odds. Okay, so race three now. Found this one pretty tricky. Um, I just think a lot's going to depend on how it actually plays and how the track's actually playing. So this is a BM82 over the 1250 metres and I've put number one Picargo on top. So Picargo barely runs a bad race. Um, he's had super form this prep. Won two races and comes second in another two. I'm expecting him to find himself in a pretty good position as I think there's gonna be a lot of pressure up the front. I think you'll find three or four runners will probably wanna take up that leading position and I'm expecting the tempo to be very hot. So he can camp just off that, I'd imagine. Um, I think he'll put himself in a pretty good position and he's in super form, like I said. So if they do go at a breakneck speed up front, I'm expecting it to set up perfectly for a runner like him. He does go well here on the Parks track. Over this track and trip, he's had four starts for one win and three seconds. So I'm expecting he will probably be around the mark and he'll probably appreciate coming on to some better ground than his last couple runs on the heavy track. So look for him to be a big improver today. Uh, Next pick, I've gone for Jackson Ice. We were with him last time. He's in... Super form. Um, The only query I've got, obviously, like I said, is I think there's going to be a speed battle up front, and I'm a little bit wary that he gets caught in that speed battle. It's hard to knock his winning form. He's won three in a row now, but I just think the race might get messy for some of those up the front. Closing out the picks for this one, number four, Francis Boy. So Francis Boy drops in trip here today um, and has been racing against some stronger types. He backs up after a run last week where he only went down by less than a length of Wild Imagination, who I've got a lot of time for. He drops back in trip here today. That's probably a little query. If he finds these too sharp or not, but I'm expecting him to sort of go handlebars down and fly at him, So he'll probably be there for a long way in this as well. Onza Race 4. BM70 over the 1,550 metres. Going to go with an old favourite here, number one, Rialto. So he does his best work on the Morfittville Parks track. Uh, He's had three starts over this track and trip. He's won two of them and comes second in the other. I'm expecting he probably leads them up. I think how I've sort of mapped this race is I believe he'll probably find the front without too much trouble. And he'll probably be in a pretty good spot for a long way. So Sheridan Tomlinson hops on. I think they've got a good association together. He went over the 1,700 metres last start and I think he just sort of popped at the end there. So back down to the 1,550 suits him and I think if he gets his own way up front, he's going to be very hard to catch. Number six, Storm Hunter is my second pick for the race. So we were with Storm Hunter when he finally saluted last weekend. That was an investment we've waited a fair while for but he finally did that. I just thought that he mapped... To get a pretty similar run, Um, it's just a little step up in grade for me that I think he probably won't get it as easy as he kind of did late there last week. So I definitely think he'll be around the mark. We know he's consistent. If he runs up to next week, he's going to give it a pretty good shake, but he may need a little bit of luck. And then number five, Platform, closes us out for this race. Um, He also ran last weekend and wasn't too far away from the winner's it's a little drop in grade, probably finds it a little bit easier and maps for a pretty good run, so he wouldn't shock me at each way odds. In summarising this, if Riata gets his own way up front, I think they'll struggle to catch him. On to race 5 now. Um, so this is a no-metro-win BM70 over the 1,000 metres. I found this one pretty tricky. It's probably not one I'm super keen to have a bet in, but... For the picks, I've put number five, Russian Front, on top. Um, Victorian Visitor, he resumes here today. Uh, he won his maiden last prep, and then he came over here to a race at Morphaville. Didn't have a lot of success, so they put him away. He's had a spell since, and he's produced two pretty good trials where he led him up in those trials and sort of run away. So I'm thinking he maps to get that opportunity here again, which will put him in a prominent position. He comes out of barrier one, I'm expecting him to find that lead. Second pick I've gone for Lake Agawam. He also resumes today. He was a first up winner last prep here at um, and He's run two pretty good races since David Jolly's taken him on. I'm expecting he's probably taken a bit of benefit having been with David Jolly a little bit longer now. So David Jolly usually brings his horses to the races redot fit. So he'll be around the mark in my opinion. And then number eight, Banyan Bell to close out the picks. Wouldn't be surprised to see Banyan Bell run a race in this. He loomed as the winner at Gawler a fortnight ago. Just got done on the line a little bit later. So he maps to get that good run on the speed and he's down in the weights. Um, he wouldn't shock me at an each way price. On to race six now. This is a BM82 over the 1,000 metres. I thought this was a pretty handy race. There's a few types that I don't mind in the race. So I definitely think it will be a good one. In saying that, I'm going to have my each way play of the day, and that's going to be number five, Neodium, for the Stokes team, and Caitlin Jones takes the ride. So Neodium resumes today, Um he's likely going to push up on the speed, uh, put himself in a prominent position. He has previously won first up into preps as well before. I know he's probably going to get a little bit better if he goes out further in distance, deeper into this prep, but he actually has a very good record over this track and trip, so... He's had five starts, track and trip. One, two, second in one, third in the other two. So even though there'll probably be some improvement out of him, I think he's got the track and trip stats to make me believe that he's going to run a good race first up, put himself in a prominent position and be around the mark for a long way here at each way odds for us. Metro Legends, my next pick. Hard to knock him. He's obviously been flying. He's had four runs this prep. He's won two of them. Um... He goes well here, puts himself up in the speed, puts himself into races. Maybe the little question mark on him was the 1,400. Um, He's only won once over the 1,400 out of his six wins. So if the pressure's on, maybe that'll get to him. But like I said, he's fit, he's in form. He'll be around there for the long one. And then number eight, Pontedera, to close out the pick. So I like Pontedera as a horse just a little bit concerned where he's going to get in the map. So he's drawn barrier one. I'm a little bit concerned that he gets shuffled back a few pairs onto the rail and may find himself in an awkward position. Potentially, if runners are looking for the middle of the track, that position closer to the rail will open up for him and he can find a run. It's just whether or not he does get the opportunity to create that. So he's got a big finish on him. If he... Finds clear running space in some good ground. He should give it a pretty good shake, but like I said, yeah, I'm just a little bit worried about where he gets to in the run, which is why I'm willing to risk him here today. So that brings us to race seven. Um, Look, best bet of the day, this one. Uh, Number five, Portation for Sue and Jason Yench, and Sophie Logan takes the ride. I was super impressed with this horse two weeks ago at Gawler. Um, He was resuming that day, And he won in super fashion on a heavy track. He managed to push forwards, take complete control, and win by about four links pretty easy on the line. So I think he's probably going to have some improvement now that he gets to second up. And for me, that's going to put him in a pretty good position here. I think he gets the right run. Uh, He's drawn a low barrier. Likes to race up on the speed, which I think is going to suit this track today, and Sophie Logan's going to take two kilos off his back. I think he's definitely the one to beat, and he's going to put himself in a super position. His biggest threats, I thought, in the race, uh, I've got the Victorian visitor number two, Tarsi Coling, so... Tazi Calling's probably dropping in grade. His last start was a midweek BM seventy at Sandown. So this is definitely an easier race. It's just the little query for me is where he gets to in the run. Um I don't think he'll want to get too far back with sixty one and a half kilos on his back, so he may need a little bit of luck, but he's definitely gonna find this an easier race than what he's been competing in recently. And then closing out the picks important product, number 4 I thought was reasonable sniff if he runs up to what he did last start so um, last week he contested a BM68 Um, he was less than a length off the winners in that and and he'll race up on the speed so given every chance if he runs up to what he did last week I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the finish as well. Brings us to race 8 now, Uh, look I found this one the trickiest race of the day this is a BM64 over the 1,250 metres for three-year-olds. The reason I found it tricky is I just sort of found it having a sort of messy race map, which is why I thought it could be a little bit tricky. Um, I've settled with the favourite, the Guava, on top for Paddy Payne, and it's written down that Shane Cahill's going to take the ride, so that's pretty interesting for me. Um, Look, I think the Guava finds an easier race than what he has contested in his last few He's placed in his last four, so he looks like he's around the mark and ready to win. Um, He's drawn barrier one. I wouldn't be too concerned about him getting back because he has pushed forwards of midfield in his last couple. So I'm expecting he'll probably land in a reasonable position and be every chance in the run. Um, He's just going to find this a little bit easier than his last few runs, which is why I was happy to play him. Number 10, Our Shining Star, was the next pick for me. So we haven't seen Our Shining Star for a few weeks now. He last contested the Murray Bridge um, three-year-old series final race where he beat home a few handy types, like he beat home Sharippa and Hope at Hand. So he was fourth that day but wasn't too far off the winners. I think that's a pretty good form race for this three-year-old race. The only little knock I have on him is he does like to get back. So, again... If it's hard to make ground there and he's back from barrier four, he's going to need a fair bit of luck. But I've seen Jake Torek take that inside run before, so wouldn't be surprised to see him have a crack at it again and give this horse every chance. And then closing out the picks, number six, Fancify. So Fancify had a let-up since it won its race on debut at Murray Bridge. It was a pretty impressive run, the horse that it just beat. They beat him. They beat the third horse by, I think it was about five lengths, and didn't really look troubled. So he's trialed pretty well, leading back into this. He was a little bit slow away in that Murray Bridge race, um, but in his trials he's been a little bit more forward. So don't think the race map will be a big disadvantage for him, and he's drawn a pretty good barrier to put himself in a prominent position. And now we get to the lucky last race. So. Another one I found a little bit tricky, but it was more a sense of a little bit tricky as I found it hard to split the three. So pretty confident these three will win. Um, I've put number four, another Ponzi on top for the Richard and Chantel Jolly team. We were with it last week. It was my best bet last week, um, and I'm happy to forgive him again here today. Look, I just thought he over-raced a fair bit early into that race, and then he sort of had to be pulled back. Um, he found himself in a funny position, and then when they had to accelerate, he didn't really give a lot. So he did manage to hold on to fourth. Considering how bad the run was, I think he can definitely be an improver here today. Uh, I like him better out of barrier one. I'm hoping that if he is closer to the rail, he can probably settle a little bit better. So the form from earlier in this prep was really good. If you can recapture that form, I think he'll be good enough to knock this one off. Next pick... Annihilate so annihilate beat home another Ponzi last weekend. He was second in that race, less than a length off the winner. Um, he had a little bit bit of bad luck at the top of the straight, and then when he did find some clear running ground, he chewed up that margin a fair bit. So, and not not a lot changes for him. Um, it's a very similar race to the race those two contested last week, so I won't be surprised to see him around the mark again, particularly if he does get a bit better luck at the top of the straight. And then to close out the picks for today, um, number seven, More Sugar. So More Sugar steps up in grade today. Um, she won her last start in a midweek Murray Bridge meeting. Did it the hard way, went out the widest from the back, um, but ran away with it and did it reasonably easy. I think she's a horse with some pretty good upsides. I probably just would have preferred to see her on a track that's going to suit back markers a little bit better, but she's definitely one to follow. I think she's got some good upside in her to come. So there's races one to nine. Um, what I'll probably do now, I'll just will reel through the quaddy first before we get into the best bets. So kicking off the quaddy race six in, for leg number one. We're gonna be with number one, Metro Legend. Number four, Beretta. Number five, Neodium. Number seven, So Say Angel. And number eight, Pontadera. Leg two, race number seven, we're gonna be with number two, Tarzi Calling. Number four, Important Product, and number five, Portation. Race eight, leg number three, we've got number one, The Guava. Number two, Cool the Jets. Number five, Charles Fort. Number six, Fancify. Number seven, Lines of Glory, and number 10, Our Shining Star. And then to bring us home in the quad, we've got numbers three, Annihilate. Number four, another Ponzi, and number seven, More Sugar. So 100% of that quaddie is going to set you back $270. So not too bad, not too expensive. Um, Reasonably confident we've got some good odds in there. If it does get up, I think we'll get a pretty good price for it. Um, Morfittville best bets. Just going to settle with the three for now, but keep an eye on the webpage. I might add another one come Saturday. I just need to sort of make my mind up a little bit on how some tracks may play or how much rain comes. But anyway, best bets. Race two, number 12, Miss Sunshine, the two-year-old, for the McAvoys and Stubby Holder to ride. Each-way play of the day, race six, number five, Neodium for the Philip Stokes team and Caitlin Jones. And then best bet of the day, race seven, number five, Portation for the Yench team and Sophie Logan. Uh, Quickly, we'll just flick over to Caulfield. I've got a couple there lined up as well. Uh... Geez, I'm not really setting the place on fire there. I haven't got a huge amount of odds. Um, they're two little shorties, but if they're two shorties I think should be getting the job done. So, race three, number one rolls for Maddie Raymond and Harry Grace. Uh, Harry Grace in the saddle, had seven starts with this horse, never missed the top three. Uh, backs up after a solid run last week where he's less than a length behind Young Werther and Milford. I think that's pretty solid form for a race like this. Going up in trip to the 2,400 metres probably suits him as well. So he's one at the shorts that I think will get the job done. And then we'll go to the last, race nine, number one, St. Lawrence, for the Ma Eustace team and Carlene Heffel to ride. So St. Lawrence has got a heavy weight here to carry. Even after Heffel's claim, he's going to carry 61. But he's second up here today. He's won his only other second up start. He's two from two over the distance. Comes out of barrier two. We'll jump on the bunny and lead him up he's the one they need to catch. You're getting 260 currently, but I think he's going to put himself in a prime position and be the one that you need to catch. So that wraps us up for another week. Uh, as always, the webpage will be loaded up now as this podcast's up, so you can find a recap of all the best bets there. Um, best bets, Quaddy will be posted out. Uh, look us up on Twitter if you're not sure, because I'll probably do an update Saturday morning. But Hopefully we find a few more winners. We've been going a ride at Morphaville in the last couple of weeks. So good luck if you are having a bet. And if you are having a bet, please remember to do so responsibly. And remember what it is you're really gambling with. If you or someone you know is having troubles, please call the Gambling Helpline on 1-800-858-858. Or you can look them up on gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks again. Have a good weekend.